Hey there, thanks again for joining me on the season two ride of Major and Me. As I've stated before, this season was incredibly fun for me to write and create. So much so, in fact, I decided to do some one-on-one -on -one interviews with some of your favorite cast members and ask them what they thought about everything that went down. You get to hear what it was like to play their character, what storyline shocked them the most, and what they like to see in future seasons. Also, they'll give you insight on what it's like to record with me. Okay, without further ado, enjoy the episode. So I'm here with Leonard Collins, aka Young Spike, and he plays Jordan Garrison, Tristan's little brother. How you doing, Leonard? I'm doing good. How about you? I can't complain. Um, for those that don't know, I call Leonard Young Spike because I believe he's going to be one of the next great writers slash directors. <laughs> he is currently at Howard. And, well, you know what? I'll just let you tell your story. Yeah. Well, well thanks. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So um, I just graduated from Mason just last year. Um, I'm currently, as um, Mr. Tavion Scott said, I am currently getting my master's at Howard and that's in film. And so, yeah, it's self-explanatory. I think I'm trying to be showrunner, director, kind of actor. So kind of like following the footsteps of Issa Rae and Will Smith. So, and Young Spike, don't forget. Young yes, Spike. yes, Young Spike. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, yes. Yeah, so, and that's, a, that's it about me. So I'm pretty sure y'all will be catching me soon, somewhere, but soon. <laughs> Um, yes, soon. And you do have a project that is available to view on YouTube right now, right? Yes, I do. It's called Blocked. And so that was uh, a web series I did back in undergrad. And just to give you a quick synopsis, it's kind of based off an experience I had back in undergrad. So um, it follows a young queer woman as she, you know, discovers herself. But also um, people said it reminds them of awkward black girls. So Definitely click on it, you know. I think if you visit my Instagram, uh, Mars Blackman, it's in the uh, link. So definitely get to watch it if you can. <laughs> well, good to know. And I actually, one more question about you. So I always get questions about how old you actually are. Um, I guess you do a great job <laughs> as <laughs> Jordan because people always are like, oh, where'd you find this little guy? Da -da -da -da. I'm like... Mm, you know he's a grown ass man but um for those who don't know tell the people that you are actually of age uh so i know that jordan is 15 but in real life leonard collins is 23 <laughs> thank you okay hear that loud and clear he is of age 23 um so we appreciate you for letting us know that <laughs> or confirming that right yeah yeah you always say that i mean i'm just like Oh, I guess I just know how to sound younger, I guess. But I think that's just, you know, putting my uh, theater miter in use. So, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Because people literally think you just got off the bottle yesterday. So, wow. <laughs> I mean, no shade. But, uh, <laughs> okay, so season two of Major to Me, the podcast. Did you have any expectations going into it? Um, I would say, like, I kind of knew that, I guess, um, for Jordan, I kind of knew that he was going to be growing in himself more and everything with that. So, kind of with that, and also, like, of course, Tristan, you know, you are the main character of this. So, definitely, like, kind of, like, how their relationship evolves, especially the fallout, what happened in season one with their father, you know, just going with that. Yes. Oh, the fallout. <laughs> <laughs> So when you first read script three, 
Were you mm-hmm. excited to see that CJ? Well, actually, you know, we kind of did the road to season two. Right. So you kind of knew that Jordan was going to get a love interest. But were you actually excited when the love interest kind of manifested in season three and got to, I guess, meet, quote unquote, CJ? Yeah, I was really excited because, you know, I'm just like, oh, man, like, you know, here he was. When you first introduced Jordan, it's just like the shy kid. Now he's in a full-blown relationship. So I was definitely excited to see where it, you know, where it goes, especially. it's It was refreshing for me, so... Yeah, and I knew it was going to be interesting because in season, or excuse me, episode three, his character is a little mysterious, a mm-hmm. little bit CJ, that is. Um, right. So what were your thoughts about who CJ was going to become? I actually thought CJ was kind of, you know, on the, if you know what I mean. So kind of mm-hmm. like that, like, you know, C- you know, CJ was going to be the secret boyfriend, the secretive boyfriend, da 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 da. You know, I was kind of hoping like, oh, you know, hopefully he doesn't turn out to be abusive, anything like that. But, you know, that was my first initial reactions, just the way he was just reacting, talking, you know, just snapping. I was like, OK, something off, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I do. And for those who don't know, well, I guess none of you all know. So when I send out the script to be recorded. Nobody kind of knows what the end game is of the season until they actually (laughs) get the final scripts. So CJ is a character that he's being introduced to Leonard and he's Leonard's kind of reading him like, well, what's going to happen here? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it's always interesting to kind of get their reaction when we're recording. They're like, well, what happens? And I'm like, well, um, you'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) And so, yeah, I just want to throw that out there yeah and, and so hmm? go ahead. I, was just, I was gonna say and plus you know me i'm always asking questions i was like wait what what's yeah. this what's that like what oh, what's gonna what's gonna happen so you, that's just me so <laughs> it really is and to be completely honest i think with this season with and we'll learn more as the episodes go by but you know with cj and jordan's relationship i was going to go one way and then went completely left Mm. (laughs) um i won't give too much away so that'll come up in the season or yeah during the season but it was an interesting time writing for cj actually and jordan um and that's another thing a lot of people don't know jordan's character initially when i approached you for the character Mm -hmm. or to, to play jordan i said hey um i have this character in mind and i think he'd be perfect for it and you graciously accepted to do the role, and I was yeah. very thankful. Um, <laughs> and you did such a great job with the character. I actually was writing more scenes for Jordan <laughs> to mm. come back to do. Um, and then I just incorporated you even more so in season two. Mm. Um, you were quite popular amongst listeners. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, thank you to all the listeners. You know, I... It's funny thinking about it because I know you said, like, you know, Jordan was originally supposed to be a one-off character, you know, just introduce him, you'll not see him again. But I think, like, kind of when we were recording, like, I can kind of tell, like, okay, maybe you might come back for one more episode and then came back for a couple more, not one more, but a couple more. So definitely, I would say thank you to all the fans, all the uh, listeners. (laughs) So it's because of y'all, I guess. So Yeah. (laughs) Well, them and because I really like character but yes um, yeah <laughs> it was a great 
addition to have you into the cast. And, you know, it was fun to write for it, too, especially because Jordan is 15. Mm-hmm. And you have Tristan, who's in college. So trying to make sure that their worlds kind of still collide, even though one's kind of grown. <laughs> right. right. Um, it was interesting, but it was very, very fun for me. Mm-hmm. So when you have Jordan introducing CJ to Tristan, do you think Tristan's reaction was normal for Big Brother or was he just doing too much? No, I think it was normal because, you know, I think even though they just met, I think the semester before, like this is his, you know, you can kind of tell they already made that relationship. So Tristan was in Big Brother mode. So of course, like if I'm a, and I see this, it'd be like, you know, I'm pretty sure it's CJ at even did anything to you know to Jordan, Tristan would have been all over that. So I think his reaction was just a natural instinct. Fair enough. I kind of think so too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least that's what I think. Um, so do you think Jordan too easily forgives Professor Garrison? Because you know after that big blow up in the season finale of season one, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the apprehension I had for writing for season two was like, how do you bounce back from that? <laughs> right. More so with Tristan, how he bounces back from that. But um, also, you know, with Jordan's character. So, yeah, do you think Jordan forgave the professor too easily or? Uh, so it's kind of half and half for me because I think is young. And so sometimes like when we are young, we don't, we kind of, I guess we e- we do easily forgive, but at the same time, like, we're just reading the script, Professor Garrison has changed. I know as he said he has, and then going through the whole season, I tell he definitely has. So, like, I guess just seeing that change of heart in Professor Garrison, I think, you know, Jordan just learned to trust him again. So, it's, I would say half and half, really, with that question. Fair enough. So, after episode three, mm-hmm. um, CJ, excuse me, Jordan makes an appearance again in episode five and six. Yep. And that's when we kind of find out the turn, I guess, <laughs> how <that laughs> CJ's story actually did go. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you kind of surprised in the direction of CJ's character? I actually was, you know? And so... I feel like, like I said before, I thought, okay, maybe he's just DL, you know. But then once you introduce, like, oh my God, he's like he's being abused and everything. So definitely has it kind of mirrors Professor Garrison in the way of of uh, CJ's dad and Professor Garrison, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and kind of like that. And I was just like, wow, I didn't realize how similar that CJ and Jordan are. Hey, pardon the interruption. Want to know what to do when your best friend judges you for being in a throuple? Are you trying to determine if that guy flirting with you on social media is really into you or just liking posts? Is there an ex you want to shape but just don't know how? Well, head on over to my dating and relationship blog, According to T. Not only do I have answers to these questions, but I allow you to anonymously ask questions of your own without fear of judgment. I'm just here to give you unbiased advice for your relationship or situationship. So remember, head over to accordingtotea.com. Now back to the episode. 
Fair enough. So in retrospect, it is kind of like you're looking at the mirror of a father's reaction to finding out their son is gay through two different perspectives. You have CJ's and then you do have Jordan's. So in a sense, you, I kind of think, you know, Jordan grows up deeper appreciation for his dad. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, he definitely, definitely (laughs) (laughs) didn't have done what he did in the finale in season one. But, you Mm -hmm. know, I do kind of think he, this is a story for redemption or a season for redemption for him. Right, right. Especially, like, I admit, like, even at the end of season one, I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen with Jordan? You know, he's back with Professor Garrison and Regina. So (laughs) is he going to run away again to Tristan? Like, what's going to happen? And then just seeing that um, when we recorded this road to season uh, two and seeing that, you know, they still weren't talking, but then I think, I guess they had that heart-to-heart moment. And so I think it's something similar where, you know, just a father accepting his kids for who, who, who they are. And so, and I think that's why I think I like the relationship that has grown between, you know, Tristan, Jordan, and Professor Garrison. Mm. So... That I agree. <laughs> I do agree with that. Speaking of family and growing, so mm-hmm. this season we also meet Uncle Hemp. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those, <laughs> you know, I get questions about the name Hemp, and <laughs> so I have a great great uncle whose name is Hemp, and that's actually where I got the name from. Mm. Um, and actually, I've never met him, but it was like a family tree type of situation where I looked at the name. I was like, oh, I like it. We're going to go with that. It's different. <laughs> but yeah, how did you feel about Uncle Hemp? Uh, he was one of my favorites this season, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, Uncle Hemp, he just reminded me, like you said, it's a family member. But, you know, he reminded me that one family member you have at the reunion that just cuts up, cuts up you know, and definitely like so I can just relate to this because I have family members like that that one uncle you know that just says what's on his mind you know no one really checks him so I actually like them I definitely think he's good comic relief you know I would love to see him in future episodes just making appearances so <laughs> and I think just the way he was just like kind of egging Jordan in the in the episode I just I love it I love it so I think I'll go ham was a great character <laughs> Me too. Um, yes, he does egg Jordan and Professor Garrison, uh, which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I say that as the writer, so I don't know. <laughs> I might be a little biased, but whatever. Right. Um, so is he your favorite new character? Or who's your favorite new character? Because we did introduce more people this season. Mm, I would say it would have to be Uncle Hamp. You know, I would say um, Uncle Hamp then CJ because of his you know his storyline how it went and then um who is the I forgot the character who is the other love interest not love interest. you like Ben Ben yes Ben you know yes um introducing Ben's character was interesting <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because as soon as I introduced him I was like man mm. Tristan is not going to be well liked and well received this season, <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, I knew that was going to happen, but it's it, stuff like that happens in real life, right? So, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if there is a season three, do you have any hopes for Jordan's character in terms of like the development of his story? Um, 
I definitely want to see where his relationship with CJ goes. Um, definitely like that. And then, of course, like, um, just more, I think, dynamic between Jordan and Tristan, I would say, and, and Professor Garrison. I know that you kind of told me, told me where the season two ends. So I definitely want to see how that might affect, you know, the relationship between Tristan and Jordan. And as you know, like, you know, Jordan's going to get closer to college. You know, he's 15. So I'm guessing he's a sophomore. So 16, junior year, maybe. So, you know, he's getting closer, thinking about college now. Like, you know, just seeing that, you know, they're getting older. And I think Jordan just needed that big brother to lean on just to see that dynamic, you know? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, you know what? That's funny. I think that's all the questions I had. Mm for you uh, yeah um i don't know any other comments <laughs> yeah um <laughs> well i have a question for you so a question for me okay sure shoot yeah yeah so i know we talked about jordan being one-off character um what were some other like as a writer as pre-development you know thinking about character arcs what were some other ideas you had for jordan originally Ooh, that's a good question okay um <laughs> so Initially, I remember Jordan was kind of like a one-off character in my mind, at least. Um, mm-hmm. So I just kind of had him meeting Tristan in the family home, Garrett, the fa- Garrison family home, and that kind of being it. Like he mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, he's a cool guy," and and then Tristan maybe keeping in contact, but him just kind of keeping Jordan as one of those over there people, right? <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't grow up together, and you know, with mm-hmm. Regina as a stumbling block, I was like, eh. yeah. <laughs> um, but again, I you know I liked the character, and so I kept developing Jordan. Um, with CJ, I actually did introduce CJ with the original intent that he was going to be slightly abusive. Mm. Um, just put that out there but then I decided to go against that narrative just for the simple fact that in season one when you the Howard University homecoming episode Mm. uh, Jordan had came there with the pretext of he was going to meet some guy who was incredibly too (laughs) old for him to even try and be dating right and Tristan had this whole heart-to-heart moment with him about dating and so I decided to go against the whole domestic abuse angle just for the simple fact I kind of wanted to show that Jordan had taken Tristan's advice in terms of dating and he was trying to get a little smarter in that respect he's still young of course and has a lot to learn but right um so that's really why I kind of I didn't go that angle Mm. you know so yeah other than that Jordan is kind of developing, for the most part, like like I like it, like I like him too. Actually, uh, <laughs> like doing great things. Um, I just, as a writer, just want to continue to develop characters in a way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. I don't want to ever take the character of Jordan and put him way out there where the viewers or excuse me, listeners, are like, what the hell? Right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, just like, you know, having that 180, you know, and it, it's funny because actually when you talked about, you know, we were talking about Ben, you know, mm. and, you know, we do know that uh, I can say that Ben dies, right? Yeah, it's oh, fine. Okay, okay, <laughs> just making sure. And it's funny when you told me that I was thinking like, you know, a character is going to die. And I was thinking 
I don't know why I had a film like, oh, Jordan, because you know how imposed Candy died, and you know, it was yeah. definitely impactful. It was like, is this going to be, you know, Jordan's Candy moment? But I think reading, reading, I was like, oh, wow, wow. So definitely like, you know, I think Jordan has, there's a lot more to Jordan's story that I think that we'll probably explore. And if we do have a season three or future seasons, you know? Yeah. You know, it's funny. <laughs> you say candy moment, you know, I'm probably mm-hmm. going to get a little backlash for this, but you know, <laughs> dying. I did not. While I did not want to see her dying the way that she did on pose. I will say that up front. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely not one of my favorite characters. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I, I know people are gonna be like, oh, how could you? And look, yeah, she just wasn't one of my favorite characters. So sorry, but um, <laughs> no, I was never going. To, so I did tell you um, that I was going to probably kill off a character. I had always thought that that moment was going to come, but I again wanted it to make sense. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I didn't want it to be really too random. Jordan was never going to be one of those people. Um, mm-hmm. And I just put this story out there because I feel like I can do it. So, again, um, this takes place in 2007 now, second semester. So, yeah, 2007. Right. That actually happened to be the year of the Virginia Tech shooting. Mm. And so I felt a pull to actually go in the direction to intertwine that real-life experience within the script um but for some reason you know a school shooting just did not feel appropriate right right um you know i referenced it reference the virginia tech incident in the season um briefly but like doing that type of thing for this particular show i'm just like let me not go that route right right mm-hmm. when i was going to go that route <laughs> professor garrison was going to be on the chopping block to be honest Oh man, oh man, yeah. Again, just seeing how that could have played out, definitely like, yo. I mean, and I think as a writer, and I'm learning this now with a script that I just wrote at Howard, you know, if you're gonna do something, you gotta play something and you gotta show signs that it's gonna happen, you know, it just can't come out of nowhere, you know? Yeah, Um. so that's another thing. I had, if I went that angle, I had to kind of do this whole explanation of why the shooter did what he did. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, and I didn't actually, I don't want to sound lazy, but I didn't feel like exploring another character or storyline to develop why he did what he did. Right, right. <laughs> honestly, honestly, because it's yeah. just, yeah, just, that's the thing. You just give them clues, context clues. Like, I feel like you got to start off, you got like eight episodes, you got plant the seed in episode one. And it's a lot. It's a lot to think about, especially, I know that kind of talking about my work, if we can, uh, just talking about that, like, you know, I had to do a 10, a 13 page script that I'm about to shoot for next semester. And, you know, my professor was like, you know, the, my, the original idea had a script I took, you know, telling you about it, you know, it was entirely different. It was entirely darker, I would say. So there was an assault and then a suicide at the end. And my professor was just like, this is not going to work because, in no way did you, you know, even mention that your character was suicidal or had any type of, you know, thought of killing himself. And so basically it just comes out of nowhere because that's the thing. You don't want to confuse your audience and they're like, wait, what's just happened? You know, don't just do it for shock value, if that makes sense. No, exactly. 
um, and so that's what, like you say, that's right. You kind of have to stray away from doing things just for the shock value. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will say I kind of shocked myself by killing Ben off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, but still, like I that think, sense. yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense because you know, again, like sometimes, like that happens. Like as a writer, um, thinking about future storylines and think about that. Um, I mean, Ben's death definitely moves the plot forward, especially, I think, you see at the end of episode six, and then, of course, seven and eight, you know? Yeah, seven and eight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and it's so weird, you know, I, I kind of had to put myself in only not only Kristen's shoes, but Kendrick's shoes a lot this season, too, mm. and how he's perceiving the friendship or whatever you want to call it right entanglement i don't i don't know between ben and tristan and mm-hmm. how he would shoot it and then you're like well if you take ben out of the picture because he died what happens next with tristan and kindred right right exactly like and this i told you you started a whole chain you literally flipped the whole story upside down with that and that's why that's why i say that is a good writer right there <laughs> like for real uh, you know that's a compliment coming from young spike people that look. is a, a, an incredible compliment <laughs> look honestly. look i'm being i mean i'm just being serious i mean it's i think every story has to have that one event that just kind of just like flips the whole story around and you're just like what's gonna happen next so yes and i thank you for that and people you know a lot of people don't know i actually out of all the people that i take advice from in terms of when I'm writing the script and putting this all together, I actually take Leonard's advice the most seriously. Because (laughs) because like I said, he is young Spike and so and I know he has uh, an eye for what makes sounds right and what doesn't. And so and he'll tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's times when he's been like, mm, yeah, you might want to push this forward in a different direction. And I'm like, okay. Right, fair. right. <laughs> um so I definitely appreciate appreciate that. Of course, um, of course. Yeah. So, other than that, um, any other questions for me? Um. So, I think that's a that's about it, really. So, I think I answered all the questions I had. So, <laughs> yes, in my long winded way. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for Leonard. Yes. And thank you all again for listening. Make sure you go follow him on Instagram. Well, I'll let you say you're on Instagram. Yeah, so at uh, Mars Blackman, so that is M-A-R-Z-Z-B L-A-C-K M-O-N, so like, you know, seeing she's got to have it, Mars Blackman. So, follow me on there, and you'll see my journey, you know, I'm still starting off, I'm still new, Um, you know, voice acting with um, film and everything, but, you know, I got a couple new things coming, so definitely check me out if you can follow. Yes, follow him and remember his link to his um, YouTube. Excuse me, YouTube <laughs> um, show is there as well. So yeah, all right. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, th- thanks for having me. I really enjoyed this. You know. So yes. 